Hi, this is Jeff. If you have any interest in supporting this podcast, you can visit patreon.com backslash evolving podcast for more information. Thank you. listening to Jeff Grant's Evolving Podcast, a podcast dedicated to K-pop. Today, I am sitting, it's Thanksgiving when I'm recording this, I'm sitting in the backyard of my Aunt Suzette's house with my cousin Savannah and my cousin, another cousin's daughter, Kimmy, and they started talking about K-pop and I don't know much about it, so we're going to have a conversation about K-pop and I'm going to have questions and they are going to have answers, I think. There are a lot of answers. Does anyone want to... Kimmy, uh... Say, you can call say, me Kimberly. Kimberly. T- tell us a few things about yourself. <laughs> about me? <laughs> okay, um... I like to sing and dance, and... I started becoming more passionate about dance after I got into K-pop. Because K-pop is... Like, a lot of people aren't into it because of the language barrier. But... You can also turn on um, captions, but there's also, um, they go between English and Korean, so you'll be able to understand some things. And it's actually very interesting because they don't use green screen in any of their music videos, and they pay very good attention to their visuals. And um, they're, they're very, they're like a very hard, like every single um, group in K-pop has to be a hardworking group because of what they go through in their training days, which can last up to a decade and the minimal would be five years i'm assuming from what i've heard in the documentaries i've watched they're very um detailed and they pay attention a lot to their dancing and their vocals and they try to they try their very best to like stabilize their voices while singing because they do a lot of live performances and um <laughs> they they might have to learn a different language if they're not Korean but they're still Asian like they um more companies are trying to be very open to different cultures and like you just have to be extremely talented in order to be an artist and that's why I have so much respect for them because when I first started doing dances it was very hard and I was very um exhausted because they're very um, it's very dedicated to choreo and um, cardio. So you're you're going to be exhausted and you have to get fit enough to do this. And let alone while you're dancing, you also have to sing. And that's very difficult. Even for me, I was out of breath to even just say a word stably. So I can't imagine what it's like for um, a group to have to perform in front of millions of people while dancing and singing. And they actually don't when they're like doing live performances they don't use autotune and they don't they have to sing on their own and make it sound like well enough so that the audience can hear them and i just figured this out while watching other groups um backstage while they're getting ready to go outside they have to switch off their um microphones on and off 
so that the audience doesn't hear their breathing like their heavy breathing and they have to turn it on and off every single time and it and it's so hard because you have to <laughs> dance and sing while doing that stay focused and not have anxiety about thousands of people watching you while doing so and they also make everything look so easy and it's not i promise you so that's why they have to train for years to get everything perfectly and that's why I have so much respect for them, honestly. And that's kind of some of the background that goes behind what they do. And I wouldn't be surprised that they'd be super stressed out. But also, it surprises me so much because they're so happy while doing it. Even though it's so hard, they still say, like, so happy as if nothing is happening. And I appreciate them for that. And they also have a lot of meaningful things in their lyrics that also get fans through hard times and stuff. They have a lot of meaningful messages in it. I love K-pop so much because it's very different from American music. Like, they're not having girls in the music video shaking their ass, like, talking about making money or showing off their car. Like, they all have stories behind their videos and, like, meaningful messages, like, how to love yourself, um, like, stuff about lies or, like, toxic relationships, um, woman empowerment, stuff like that. And that's what's important, and that's what people need to start realizing. <laughs> even though, yeah, like, some of their things will be in Korean, but, like, it's it's not even just the lyrics. It's also they have really good beats and everything. So you can always jam to that, too. And then watching the music videos, it's so, like, um, you, you're never bored because the scenes change every five seconds. And it, it amazes me how much they work so hard. But if you have any questions, you can go ahead and ask because I will tell some of their backstories if you like okay did you say how old you are i'm 13 she's 13 and she knows all that stuff and i've only been um into this for about um nine months almost a year you got into it because of quarantines um i used to actually be into it in back in fifth grade and i'm also in eighth grade now almost high school um but i got a lot of mean things for listening to them because like racist things especially but i don't really care about that now because um like they have like it's very like good what they're doing and it doesn't matter if you're a different race it doesn't matter if you speak a different language you're still the same person at the end of the day so i guess quarantine is what brought me back to them because i've been on youtube a lot recently and i came across um, some like not an interview, but it was a carpool karaoke thing or just like them on talk shows and stuff. Mm -hmm. That's what got me back into them. And I started watching their old videos again and then actually brought me to complications of like their personalities and their backstories. And I thought that was so interesting because I didn't know they went through so much and so much hate and stuff. And they're still this strong and this like humble. It surprises me a lot. And you get so attached to them by hearing about their stories that you get so emotional. And so when they cry, it makes you want to cry and stuff like that. Like when I figured out that I was going to go to a concert, obviously I can't now because of COVID. But when I figured out I was going to go, I started crying because I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get to meet the people that made me happier and that helped me love myself and that helped me through my hard times. And it's like you can just listen to their music when you're sad or something because it just brightens your day. It reminds you that they're there and everything, even though you might have never met them. You look like you're uh, almost going to cry. No, <laughs> no, I just, I appreciate them a lot, so. Cool. I mean, that's okay. awesome. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Any questions? <laughs>
Savannah, can you tell us something about you? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm Savannah. I'm 21. I only just very recently got into K-pop about like a month and a half ago because I watched a documentary with my mom about the K-pop group Blackpink, and we thought they were all really, really cute. And then we started watching their videos, and then we got into other K-pop videos. And um, I'm not as into them, like, the personality-wise. I just, they all, uh, every, like, one that I've listened to has, like, bangers, and they're all really attractive people. So it's fun. So y'all do think, like, the boys are cute? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The girls are cute, too. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, they're everyone is good looking. They are they're all good looking, and it's so crazy because Asians they have amazing skin, like, like amazing skin. And there's okay, this is TMI, but their sweat <laughs> does not smell. It does not smell. So when you watch their dance practices, you can see them wearing um, long sleeves and everything, and be completely fine. Like, and I'm like, how do you do that? I have to wear like shorts and like something else that's gonna have my skin open because I know I'm gonna sweat a lot. But they don't have to worry about that, which is unfair. But it's fine. Um, I have a comment on that. I got. Uh, <laughs> I don't listen to K-pop, but I listen. I, I like that movie Parasite, and I bought it on 4K. And I was watching it last night actually, and I was actually thinking the same thing. I was like, because you can see the pores like on the skin with at that high mm-hmm. definition, and K-dramas I'm like, man, well. they're it's all so smooth and everything. Anyway, um, <laughs> oh, oh, I have something. Okay, okay so. Um, ever since I got into K-pop, I looked more into Korean culture. And actually, um, skincare and beauty is really important in Korea. And you'd be surprised how different their beauty standards are from here. And, like, for example, like here, we're all um, worried about the hourglass figure, having tan skin, stuff like that. But there, they like to be skinny, tall pale skin, thin lips, um, big eyes, straight eyebrows, no arch. They love straight eyebrows. And then their fashion's insane. Like, they come up with, like, that's why K-pop idols, their fashion statements, like, never fail to surprise me. And, like, um, there was a girl, Rosé, off of Blackpink that was performing live. She was wearing everything out of jeans. Like, they just a bunch of jeans. And I was like, you made that into an outfit. Like, that surprised <laughs> me so much. I was like, Wow. And, like, they care a lot about legs rather than um, cleavage, I guess, here. They're, like, Americans or, like, foreigners, like, pay more attention to cleavage and stuff, and we like to show off our legs. Like, that's kind of different, too. Plastic surgery is also, like, really big there. Most girls have had plastic surgery. It's just, like, Mm -hmm. a common occurrence. It's, like, really normal to be like, oh, I did this, I did this. Like, a lot of them um, get rid of their monolid because it's... uh, it's really popular to have like the more like double lids. Yeah. Yeah. For more information on this <laughs> subject, please listen to episode 32 of my podcast. <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> um, Do you have any questions? I'm trying to, we, we've been talking about this for like a couple hours. <laughs> so uh, I feel like we've ta- I'm trying to think of things I've asked, I well, asked you asked earlier. You've asked what the meanings are of both groups. Yeah. I know I haven't talked about Blackpink much. Blackpink, they're also, they're amazing girls as well. Um, there's four members in Blackpink. There's seven BTS. And um, BTS basically stands for, um, well, it's called Bangtang Soyeondan. But it, all, it can also mean Bulletproof Boy Scouts. <laughs> I think you know that song, Attack on Bangtan. It's like, Bangtan Soyeondan. Okay, yeah, anyways. So, 
bulletproof boy scouts basically means we're resistant to um bullets which stands for like bts like the haters in their criticism doesn't affect them at all like they could go through so much and just like they know that they have each other and that's enough because they're like brothers fun fact since they've been with each other through their trainee days oh they also make their own they produce their own songs everything they don't like they produce everything they write their own songs blackpink doesn't sadly um they're under a bad company unfortunately bts started from a small company and now is the biggest company in korea which is crazy what seven years can do back to what i was talking about i think wait what was i talking about um (laughs) what was she talking about (laughs) dude i think i went through like a few like things you're talking about the meaning of their name okay yeah um frick okay yeah okay so since they're with each other through the trainee days and um now which has been seven years they've actually hanged out with their um with each other than they have their family and um it's sad because um Hung's or v his stage name his grandma actually passed away and he didn't like get to see her or anything which mm-hmm. was sad and they still pulled themselves together and acted all happy and stuff which is very difficult and I'm I'm so surprised because also I'm gonna transition this into Blackpink. So go for it. Okay, so there's a member named Lisa and she's very popular because she's not Korean. She's actually Thai, and so she had to go. She um, there was an audition in Thailand, and so she got in. She beat three thousand nine hundred ninety nine people in her audition, and that was so crazy to me. And she actually jumped off the stage and went into the guy's face. And that's what. Yeah, she was she was that confident and that riskful about her dream because she knew what she wanted and oh. she knew that the other girls weren't gonna do that. So she wanted to prove to them, I want this so bad, I'm gonna take that risk. So she goes to a whole different country at the age of 14, becomes a trainee at age 16, and she actually cried in bed because she was homesick. But she didn't let that affect her at all, which I thought I could never do that. I'm too sensitive. She actually had to stay up late studying. Um, korean because no one was allowed to speak english to her so she had to learn a whole new language she had to improve her dance she had to learn raps she had to work on debut songs okay sorry i'm picking it back up the uh, someone called and it canceled i'm recording (laughs) this on my phone if it sounds not great that's why but and we're outside but anyway we were talking about the kind of the apparatus my stomach is like acting okay i'm fine i I ate a lot of food today we ate some food today i'm sure a lot of people listening to this probably did hopefully anyway um yeah how they train and how they built the groups come together and everything Mm -hmm. and kimmy is like a fountain of information about this so i'm just gonna point the phone at her and tell her to go already and okay. go okay so i have to read i have to say all this again but it's fine okay so basically if there's an audition you have to like wait for an audition in your country or whatever wherever you are and then if you get in you get in if you don't you don't and then you have to wait for a call to see if you like made it into like the school it's not like necessarily a school but it's more of like a trainee thing you get raised together with um the future idols around you and it's actually it's very sad because you're risking a lot of things because you have to be there 
um, minimum five years, maximum a decade, which is ten years. And you gotta start off super young. Yeah, you have to start off super young, and it's sad because a lot of people don't actually make it, and they have to, like, waste all that time, all those years. They worry about that, but they take the risk of doing it, you know, just to see if there's any benefit out of it, and, um... So they have to learn dances, a bunch of dances, and receive harsh criticism on how they can perfect it. And they stay up really late, like probably to four in the morning. And Lisa from Blackpink also has a famous quote saying, um, while others sleep or rest, you can't because you may not have a second chance. And that's actually what it's about in those training days. You have to work, can I cuss? You have to work your, okay, you have to work your ass off, like so that, you get every opportunity you possibly can because I think after a few months, they tell you if they're going to let you go or not, and you have to try your best to stay in through the entire process of years. So basically, you get selected if you're good at dancing, if you're good at rapping, if you're good at vocals. They choose what category they want you in for the group. So that's what you study more on that. So you have to perfect all those things. Even if you don't do those things, you have to learn it anyways because you have to be talented at everything while having a good visual, which is like you have to have a good appearance, which is very hard. You have to do all those things while looking good. And um, you obviously you get really fit in everything, which prepares you for like um, you learning new dances in your future if you end up debuting on stage because you do have to be prepared for that on a fitness level while stabilizing your voice which is something they also teach you and what you have to work on and then eventually you get to debut on a stage where there's a bunch of workers they have computers they're gonna type in your group name and like watch you for the first time and get you out there and so you debut on the stage and they can tell you if they think you're going to be successful or not and then you continue to make music and then you get bigger and bigger and then if you get big enough to the point where you can actually perform in front of fans then you get to go to interviews and stuff and that's how you get bigger by interviews and stuff like that and then hopefully if you get big enough you can go to award shows and all this stuff and you just you can get bigger by that and i guess that's what they're going for they just that's how you become an idol and it's very harsh along the way because there is hate. There are people that are gonna try to knock you down and everything, and it can do a lot to you, but if you had to go through all of those training things, then I'm pretty sure that you can go through all the hate and stuff. Like, I feel like the trainee days have really strengthened you enough to not care because you already get enough criticism trying to perfect everything and trying to get better. So I don't think you'd really let a fan affect you that much or a hater because you already have people telling you what's wrong with you what you need to perfect and I feel like once you're confident in yourself enough that you've perfected those things you don't really worry anymore and I feel like that's why they stay humble throughout everything okay has every group that has succeeded gone through the program like was there any groups that were like yeah can I say if they fail yeah hold on oh I was just gonna say like the there's such a big difference between like groups in Korea versus in America they are like all company products they're not they're not like kids that like grew up together like out of their garage like Mm -hmm. that like created this together they all came in separately and were grouped together based on what a company thought would look good together. But it's also, like, why they come out, like, so strong and so, like... Because they train for years, and they're not just pretty faces. They all have to have, like, the entire package. 
and it's like mm-hmm. these like professionals all coming together be like this one this one this one you can do this you can do this right and so it kind of loses like some of like the charm of like you know like this is just me i like they all worked really hard but it is a product at the end but it's a good product <laughs> that's what i was wondering is like if any of them were like some rejects and they were like let's start it any let's start our own group anyway and like then they like became successful somehow but that's not really a thing that yeah that's not really how they sign you sign to labels oh, there there's also this group called stray kids and they used to have an extra member named Wujin, but he actually he went through a lot in a bad way and i'm so glad he got canceled i hate him so much oh. <laughs> i hate him so much okay he is sick and I'm so glad he left Stray Kids. No one, I don't, I don't think that, I feel like everyone kind of knew what he was up to, and it's literally disgusting. What's the tape? So. Savannah, are you glad he left Stray I Kids? I have no idea what this is about. Yeah. She doesn't. <laughs> I don't either. Kids. Keep talking. They're, there's kind of still a small group, but okay. they've recently blew up to their recent song, God's Menu. Um, so, Woojin, he actually, so, there's actually rules that you have to go by in any industry. Like, you can't get tattoos, you can't date, you can't drink, you can't smoke, you can't do any of that stuff, you can't they do all, drugs. They all live together, too, <laughs> most of the time. Yeah, they, they all live together. All like, like, all like the monkeys or something? They all, well, yeah. they grow up together, so they yeah, have like to live together and everything. They're forced to, like, live in apartments together. <laughs> like, oh my God. It's very stringent, like, what they have to go through. But and all, yeah. Since BTS is really big, they actually have the choice of having their own houses, but they still have a big house together. Yeah, they got to grow up. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sure they have several houses where they have it together and several houses they have by themselves, but they do have to be together for episodes and everything. But Woojin, okay, back to what I was talking about with Woojin and Stray Kids. So he is a sick man, this is why. He actually violated the rules of going out and drinking. So when he was on tour, he actually went to several clubs, like in the foreigner states, so like America and stuff. And he he was doing this um, over here instead of Korea because foreigner girls are tend to be more curvy. So he went over there, he got drunk, and he started... Um, assaulting a lot of women by touching them inappropriately and he actually raped some which was disgusting and he eventually the fans found out about it about some idol opening up about it and some idols were actually in on it so a lot of them got canceled and woojin is actually canceled i did hear about this actually i do know what she's talking about that was that was a scandal on on the twitterverse Mm -hmm. (laughs) and a bunch of some k-pop idols what's up I'm just looking at this, making sure it's <laughs> recording. Not again. Okay, Savannah, you had a question. I did. So you're like, you would say you're in like the fandom, right? Yeah. Okay, so I'm pretty outside of it. I just like watch music videos mm-hmm. and look at them be hot. So like, I, like, I want to know like what the tea is. I want to hear about like fandom drama. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. me too. I guess. Mm, well, I mean, recently... Like, there hasn't been any drama recently, but I feel like there has been in the past. Um, Around the time that they started, they did get a lot of criticism for copying the schoolboy look because when you first start, you kind of... It's weird because you have these themes that you go by, and then eventually, once you get big, you can do your own thing. But a lot of K-pop groups have to start off with the schoolboy or schoolgirl look. And it's weird because everyone knew BTS was good, so they tried to cancel them over the dumbest shit. Like, 
oh, you're copying someone's hair color or you're plagiarizing lyrics or you're copying someone's um, thing, like the schoolboy thing. And so um, they actually attacked that with some songs. There's actually some songs addressing the criticism and the com- the company handled it. And they also, there was some drama way back then when they first got like their first award. V was singing a song by another group and they mistaken it for him making fun of them. So he had to go onto Twitter and say that, oh, he had to go onto Twitter. My Aunt Kim is coming out here. She's like, what is happening? Yeah. We're so. just recording a podcast on the phone. Oh. I don't know if she's coming out. She can. Oh, I want to ask. I can ask her. She knows about this stuff too. Vaguely. Okay, she's, she's okay, leaving. She's not, she's not, okay. <laughs> yeah. So he apologized and everything, and said that he appreciates them and likes their music and stuff. I don't think there was any big drama other than well, there was some death threats way back in the past to like Namjoon when they were on their tour to Mexico. They had actually canceled because they were so nervous that he was gonna get like injured or something, or someone was gonna attack him. And then started going to Jimin. Jimin actually has a very bad background of starving himself and bad diet. Who are all these people? BTS. BTS, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Get with it. Please continue. Yeah. Also, I've just started learning about this recently, that they're very harsh on, like, your look. And since in Korea, you, you, like, everyone wants you to be skinny. That's the thing. And there's there was this girl talking about what it was like um, as an idol and she would be in the back and they'd be talking about oh I tried this new thing it's where you like only drink water or some girls don't eat anything or there'd be things where this is what a k-pop idol eats in a day and it's only an apple and that's it like they want you to lose weight and they're very harsh on you and they call you fat if you just have a little bit or if you're apparently if you're not 99 pounds if you're over 99 pounds you're considered fat insane Yes. That, that's uh, that's insanity. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So Jimin from BTS, he actually wanted to look his best. So he actually didn't eat anything. He ate once every 10 days. That's how insane he started, um, starved himself. If you look at before and after pictures from the debut days to now, he's much more slimmer. He lost his fat cheeks. Like he looks a lot more unhealthy, which I hope he's doing okay because I think he'd be in a good place to start a diet because he's, you know, rich enough to afford an insane diet. I just want him to be so skinny, I don't even care about his health. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm not being serious. Yeah, I think that's what he wanted. He just likes the feeling of being skinny or something. I don't know what's up with him. But I guess he prefers being very petite and skinny, unlike the other members. (laughs) Yes, he he is. (laughs) Um, Okay, a question I had was because, obviously... It's all in Korean. Oh, okay, some of the songs, it's like a lot. Most of the songs are Korean, but then the chorus might be have an English they phrase in it. Yeah. Have you learned? You were saying I've already asked you this, but have you learned any Korean by listening to K-pop? Um, a little bit. I've noticed they say a lot of midas after their sentences, which I figured out was kind of like, um, I don't, I forgot what you call it, but. Um, I guess it's just kind of a thing in the vocabulary there, and they actually have a much more shorter alphabet than we do, and it's very, I don't even think they have an alphabet, I think they just have certain things, like two letters together, I don't think they have an alphabet like we do, and they have a lot of, they have a more minimal amount of words than we do, we have a lot more words they have access to. Um, I know how to introduce myself as far as I know, like I've tried, oh, there's also this very 
popular thing that's been um that was popular like when they were on an american tv show um v was actually tricking a girl which is taehyung but that's the stage name so he was tricking a girl that was on the set with them when they were filming a music video that never happened to come out and he was like oh say this to jimin like oh like it's a nice thing and everything and he taught her jimini pabu which means like he's crazy or something or he's stupid and she goes up to him and she goes jimini pabu and he's like what the hell and then (laughs) and then he she was like what and he's like you you not nice and then she's she's like what does that mean and then rm he speaks fluent english she's like you just called him stupid and she's like oh oh my god (laughs) i'm so sorry don't hate me jimin but yeah that happened um i wish i knew more you Uh, said something in there that made me laugh that was uh you were talking about you're like you know if i ever married uh, oh. <laughs> if I ever married an Asian dude, because a lot of um, Asian guys <laughs> or girls, um, they their last names are actually first. So, like, for example, V's actual name is Kim Young or Kim Namjoon or Park Jimin. Like, Park, Kim, Jong, um, etc. They're the, f- the last names, but they come first. But if you marry an Asian guy, you have to have their last name, but it comes first. And since my name is Kimberly, and a, popu- a popular um, last name is Kim, it'll be Kim Kimberly or Kim Kim. <laughs> and I, I hope that doesn't happen, but, you know, you never know. You gotta watch out, you know. You <laughs> yeah. never know if you're gonna marry yeah. a Korean a guy. You gotta find one of the parks. Savannah... <laughs> <laughs> oh Mm-hmm. Do you have any questions? Or you don't have to. You can answer questions. Do we have questions for Savannah? I don't really have any answers. I'm just. Oh, scared me. <laughs> I heard noise out here. Man just came <laughs> through the van. I'm recording a podcast with them about oh. something. Do you want to say anything? Peace out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, that was our Uncle Danny. <laughs> he said he's too old for podcasts. <laughs> Uh, I uh, only recently got into K-pop. I, before that, I have watched a few K-dramas. When I was in middle school, I really liked K-dramas. I haven't watched one in a long time. Do you like K-dramas? Yes. Yeah, yeah but I also watched some Chinese dramas, too, and I thought they were K-dramas, but... <laughs> oh, my God. So I picked up some Chinese words, too. Like, bye is actually similar to English, so instead of bye here, it's like, bye <laughs> and then I already knew what ni hao meant I mean hello in Chinese and then um, I think it's something like shishe shishe it means thank you and I learned that I actually watched I also watched Korean social experiments um, off of this YouTube channel what in Shaman. the world does that mean Um, it's it's like the same here like social experiments but in Asia or Korea or whatever um, it's just stuff like, um, what would you do if you saw so-and-so happen in public or something? Like, stuff like that. And a lot of oh, them go, okay. shh, or like something like that, because they're saying thank you for, like, helping them or something. So I picked that up. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Do you have any favorite K-dramas? Mm, Love Alarm. It'll always be my favorite. I don't know. You can, you can it's newer. It's it. newer. Yeah, I haven't watched some in a really long time. I feel like every time I watch a K-drama, it's just... Um, boys over flowers again because <laughs> there's a million versions of that mm-hmm. I don't know anything about any of this stuff have y'all had a nice Thanksgiving yeah, yeah. this is fun 
I didn't expect to talk about K-pop for five hours, but <laughs> and I'm not mad about it. I think this might be the most I've talked to you, Kim. Probably. Ever? Maybe. I would agree with that. <laughs> yeah, I just like. I didn't I realize you were knew- this into this stuff. Well, I got into it not too long ago, so. I just kind of knew you as, like, the girl that had, like, several hair colors. <laughs> <laughs> like, that always changed your hair. I was like, oh, my God, it's the girl with the blue hair. It's the girl with the pink hair. <laughs> That's who I knew her as. And I kind of assumed you liked that stuff because they switched their hair colors a lot, too. So I was like, maybe she likes K-pop. I don't know. I'm not mad about K-pop for sure. I've wanted to get into K-pop before this. I just haven't because I think I've always thought all their music videos look super cute and fun and cool. And now I'm here. I've made it. Mm-hmm. I visualized my goal and I succeeded. Do y'all ever listen to like American music? Yeah. You li- you were talking about Ariana Grande. Yeah, I love Ariana Grande. And uh, I'm trying to think of who else you mentioned. I think before I got into K-pop, I really liked Melanie Martinez. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I do stand <laughs> Melanie Martinez. <laughs> I'm not really into like celebrities <laughs> i'm like i like their like work separately from who they are i try not to care about celebrities because they can hurt you at any time <laughs> because you don't know them as people <laughs> i know savannah's like big into like don't do it kylo ren i knew you were gonna do it <laughs> no, adam driver's like my one weakness i, I did fall prey to that I am, in, I am in love with him specifically but outside of that, no, I do try not to get into celebrities. I just, like, like their music and stuff. It's gotten to the point where every time I see Adam Driver somewhere on, on something, I think I should uh, message Savannah and tell her about this thing. I will already know about this thing because yeah, it's on already, Twitter. Yeah. I also had a really bad Fifth Harmony stage when I was little. My friend was obsessed with them. But mostly just Lauren Hareki. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, I mean, ever since Camila Cabello left, it's, like, it's been kind of weird because they're not so that, like, they don't represent their name anymore because there's only four members now. Because it's called Fifth Harmony and there's only four now. Is Fifth Harmony even still together? Yeah, but Camila Cabello's not even in there anymore. Why? (laughs) (laughs) I keep moving the... Has a solo career and says, uh, what's the other girl's name? I don't know a lot. All I know is Camila, Lauren, um, I forgot their other names. Oh, my God. Or yeah, we're yeah. Bad at this. Yeah, I feel bad. I I'm I'm really into the concepts of um girl groups and guy groups. They kind of have like fallen out in America. Like they were like really big or like we'll have like a few big ones but not a lot at the same time. Like we had like One Direction and then we lost them. <laughs> we lost them. We did lose them, but then we gained Harry Styles solo career so it worked out. And uh then we had like Fifth Harmony and uh Little Mix and then they kind of all are gone. So, oh, there's also something very important oh, that that is going to um it's going to break a lot of fans' hearts, but in Korea you have to serve the army. This is true. <laughs> so, eventually groups are going to disband and then come back together because they have to serve in the army. And Jin's probably going to be the first to go since he's the oldest. Not my boy. I was wondering, I was like, are they just going to live together till they're like 35 and just keep singing and dancing and stuff? What I'm thinking is they're either going to go all together at the same time, but Jungkook's, I don't think he's old enough yet, so he might be solo for a little bit. But I think... she won't mind at all. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But um, 
everyone's like, I don't think they're gonna do good whenever one's not there anymore. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Jungkook is the youngest, he's gonna be there the longest, and he can do all three things, even though he's a vocalist. Like, he used to rap it back in the day, but they changed it and everything. Yeah, they but, all have, like, specific roles, like, some yeah. sing and some rap. Like, vocalist, rapper, lead dancer, lead vocalist, lead rapper, so-and-so. Hype man? Is there one that just, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah? No. No? <laughs> no. I mean, they do have sound effects every now and then, but I don't think... I just, don't like, think one guy pushing buttons? Like. No. No. They just, like, they'll go, like, um... I don't know. Like, uh, You were telling me before we got to the podcast part that, um... Because there's a seven-year difference between the youngest and the oldest, I think. Wow. Is he 30 or he's almost 30, Jin? Um, Jin is, like, t- 27 or 28. Excuse me, I lied. But still... Um, almost 30. <laughs> yeah, the youngest one is 23, and when they started, he was 13. Yeah. But ages are different in Korea, which is... Oh, yeah. Ages are different? Yeah, they count yeah. it differently. <laughs> yeah, because it's a, the time difference in Korea. You know, whenever they release a new music video, fans here have to stay up until, like five in the morning to get it released because like i think the hour difference is 12 hours so like whenever i'm staying up till 2 a.m they're already on a v live making breakfast because it's like wait 12 wait or something. but that doesn't make them like it's i just looked it up because i wasn't super sure but they um they count like while you're in the womb is you growing so oh. like you know when you come out you're like oh i it's, she's nine months and then when you come out they're like you start back at zero for them they just round the nine months up to a year so when you're first born you're a year old Mm-hmm. i guess so yeah wow that's what google just told me and i'm pretty sure yeah so <laughs> if i went to it, Korea, we're pretty sure that's right well since i'm almost 14 once i turn 14 when i go to korea i'm gonna be 15 i guess yeah so but right now, are you planning a trip? Um, I actually do want to go to Seoul, but I'm gonna have to wait a long time for that because of COVID. Yeah. So. <laughs> how, I was wondering. Um, <laughs> you said you're in eighth grade. Yeah. How has like COVID affected school and all that for you? Some do online. Some go in person. As far as I know, if you go in person, you um when you eat, there has to be like glass things that separate you. You have to kind of sit far away. You do have to wear a mask everywhere you go. Each class you go into, you have to get hand sanitizer. The desks are, like, separated into, like, there's tape that separates you and everything. You can't touch. But, yeah, that's basically all I know. Has it made, like, learning, like, different, off, awkward or d- trickier? Do you, are you still I've learning? Never, I've never been face-to-face, but I have... Some of my friends do face-to-face, so they tell me about it. Um, I do online... And it's very hard doing online because you get distracted easily. And the teachers aren't there to watch you. So, like, you get on your phone. They'll never know. Stuff like that. You can Google stuff. Like, they never know. Or, like, you can lie to them about, um, oh, I don't know how to submit this or I don't know how to work this. But really, you just haven't done it. So, you have a lot of privileges. But also, it's hard, too. Because you, you um, like, you need social you need a like a social environment where you need social interaction in order to be motivated enough to do it because I remember a time in my life during this thing where I had to do online school and I wasn't even motivated enough to make my bed and brush my teeth and all that stuff. So because you like you don't have to do anything, you have to go anywhere. I actually don't have to do Zooms. Like I just we used to in the beginning, but we don't do it anymore. So I don't have to worry about what I look like. I don't have to worry about people seeing me. I don't have to worry about teachers getting on to me for on my phone, stuff like that. So you get distracted easily. You become demotivated. 
and you can also your your grades can drop just like that because um you didn't feel like doing anything today or you feel like you can catch up tomorrow or stuff like that or like you like because people a lot of people can be cheating right now they can just get answers like off of anything and not even learn do the kids like are they like accepting of the rules like do they get kind of annoyed with the masks and like yeah. Does does everyone play along they or no? when they can't hug and stuff like that? Um, is there a lot of like, hey, uh, get further away from each other, y'all, oh or yeah. too close? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and then um, what was I gonna say? I was gonna say something else. Um, I'm just glad that it's not happening to me because that sounds like it takes a lot of self discipline because mm-hmm. you're kind of just like your own manager there. And you don't have a teacher breathing down your neck to, like, scare you into doing stuff. Mm-hmm. So I know I would not be doing anything. <laughs> yeah. Personally. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. I used to get, like, A's and B's. And now I get, like, C's, C's and D's sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> I don't do good. I need to start a K-pop class. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, me and my mom are talking about taking me back to face-to-face because I'm not, I'm not doing well there because I... I get demotivated a lot, and I get distracted easily. I'm not even kidding. I get distracted every three seconds. Like, I am, um, what was it called again? Like, a kinesthetic learner? I don't know. But anyways, oh, you, like, learn by doing kind of thing? Or is I, that? Yeah. I don't remember which one. Yeah, I have to learn. Have, like, like, I have to, like, yeah, I have to be moving something or, like, tapping my pencil or something to stay focused because I get distracted so easily because I'm such a creative thinker that my mind goes like at like it goes a long way so like I could be thinking about this and the next second I'll be thinking about that so it's very hard for me to stay focused too like 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 you've witnessed just now I can like I can go off one subject and bounce to a thousand others and then have to try to figure out what I was talking about the first time like I can go on and on I'm curious like I mean like well obviously like worldwide like how we're good what it's going to be like after this is over hopefully when it's eventually over (laughs) but like for all these kids who've been like having to deal with all this with school like it's almost like this there's going to be this like two-year like chunk of school that was just like totally wrecked by all this i remember what i was going to talk about it's kind of like now if you do online school you're not really learning anymore. You're just kind of trying to get everything turned in before 11.59. That's kind of oh, what it's really? like now. You just, you're worried about turning things in on time. You don't really learn anymore. Hmm. It's gotten to that point. Mm-hmm. It's a weird time. Uh-huh. Do you have a thoughts on uh, COVID-19? Um, nothing other than the fact that it really illustrated how um, I'm not doing anything with my life because oh. how much it has not affected me at all. <laughs> Uh, other than I can't see my friend, at least in the beginning, I couldn't really see my friends, which is like two people. <laughs> Cause I yeah. was like, what if we, cause they work. And I was like, what if we maybe didn't see each other? And then now it's like, it's, I just don't have it in me. Like I, I still care. I st- I'm still trying to do as much as I can, but I can't just like not have social interaction ever. Speaking of this stuff that you're speaking about... Yeah, this um, is probably a bad decision to be here today, but anyway. <laughs> well, no. I won't, can you tell us about your weekend and what you have planned? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm uh, I'm having my girls over. Uh, tomorrow we're going to have Friendsgiving. 
And then they're going to stay from Friday till pretty late on Sunday. Mm. So three-day girl weekend. We're going to play Dungeons & Dragons. We're going to have a PowerPoint night, which is where we all make PowerPoint. This is really funny to me. I like, please keep talking. I like this idea. <laughs> oh, where we all make PowerPoints about things that we're passionate about or just things we could talk about forever and present them to each other. Do y'all really have like slides? And Yes, we've done this once before and it was so much fun. Do you and you know what your your presentation is going to be about already? Yeah, yeah. Um, I am making a presentation <laughs> on. I am ranking through scientific analysis how trash the fictional men I'm in love with are. <laughs> it's. I have a spreadsheet. I'm using Excel. There's a point system. I've created an algorithm. It's. <laughs> <laughs> it's very. I've got this down to a science. I'm very confident in what I have produced. Do you think you will convince them of anything? Um, no, they already know how terrible my taste is. But <laughs> I think it will be fun showing just exactly how bad it is. And I want to see if they can guess the ranking. Is Adam Driver in the mix here? Um, Kylo Ren is. He's not high. Oh, oh yeah, it's Ky- fictional yeah. Um, Kylo Ren is, he's actually not very high. I think he's only like number 14 or 13. Really? (laughs) Listen, okay, first of all, that just shows you how much worse it gets. But also, he, we, (sighs) this could be a whole podcast Mm -hmm. about my feelings about Kylo Ren, okay? He's, (laughs) like, I Actually, you were on a podcast, uh, we talked about. Star Wars. But it was right before The Last Jedi came out. (laughs) Uh, we talked about. This yeah, stuff a little bit. Really. If anyone wants to hear some more of Savannah's thoughts on Kylo Ren, go ahead. Oh, well, there's like okay, there's, <laughs> there's like a TikTok trend where like we've been doing PowerPoint presentation night from before this, but there's kind of one now where like friends are doing it together. This is a thing like I, this is a thing the kids are doing. Oh, okay, days. I didn't know that. It's really fun. Uh, I thought everyone just did podcasts. They do that too, um, but and so there's kind of this one trend where you like everybody defends their like favorite fictional garbage man and but <laughs> call it that. <laughs> it just feels right in my heart and then i was thinking about it because i was like i like a lot of trash boys but um <laughs> but then i was like i don't really want to defend them i like them because they're the worst uh and then i'll but um kylo does not fall into that I, he's he's a baby he's a good boy um, he deserves nothing but good things. <laughs> I'm real upset about the rise of Skywalker. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's why he's not, like, I, it's probably biased how, um, high I guess he, or low I guess he is on that list. Cause I, I just, I couldn't rank him terribly. I'm like, like, I have like an evilness scale. I'm like, he's not that high. Like, he, he had Snoke in his head. What, do you have any idea what your friend's presentations are going to be about Uh, what's alex's is alex alex i'm assuming is going to be there yeah alex is is about um (laughs) hi hey i'm gonna make a nano plate and me you want to make your own plate to go or you want me to make it oh my gosh you can well you know what you better just let me take it done because you're picky okay we can we'll we'll be done we can finish i hope they're having fun (laughs) I just Googled this because I was curious. What is what is this? How many fans BTS has? 136.4 million fans. It is an army, for sure. 
That's what the fans are called, by the way. So that was a joke. Yeah. Do you need to, if you need to go, we could probably go ahead and wrap it up. I mean, if you want to. I kind of want to, like, see if you can learn some dances real quick. (laughs) If you can memorize it. Luckily, lucky for me, this is just an audio uh, type (laughs) thing. It's not a video. (laughs) (laughs) I'll do that after, or, uh, yeah. Um, if you finish what you were saying and then we'll oh, just wrap Alex, it up. she's presenting on Xena the Warrior Princess. <laughs> <laughs> and stuff about that. So, cool. Because she's obsessed with it. Let me know how that goes. Probably fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank y'all for doing this. You're welcome. This was really fun. Okay. And, uh, yeah, all right. This is going to come out like a week after Thanksgiving, but that's okay. All right, bye. That's a wrap. That's it. Bye. Don't say bye. Bye. (laughs) Goodbye.